Perak Bay's Mishnah Gimel. Says the Mishnah Av who Rebichinus Ganukahara and he also testified Hayid Al Kfar Katan on a small village. Shahaya Bitsad Yushlaim was by the side of Yushlaim. Vaya by Zakan Echad and there was one Zakan one elderly Jew. Vaya Malvel Chalbani Akfar he would lend money to the whole village. Vikosiv Biksav Yadel he'd write the Shtar Chov himself. Vaacherim Chayisman. And then he had Adim that would serve as the signers on the star. This Maisa came before the Chachamim. And they permitted this Zakin to do so. Even when the lender, the Malva himself, is writing the star. If the signers are kosher, the star is kosher. And from this you can learn, from the words of Bichnina, Shaisha woman, a woman, the woman herself can write her own get and give it over to her husband, that he should go Adam, go get Adam to sign it, and then give it to her for a garrison, for a divorce. And via Ish, a man, after he gives his ksuba to his wife, say he divorced his wife, and he's paying her the ksuba, so Ha'isha no says the, the the wife can give her husband the shaver the receipt as a proof of payment of the ksuba. V'yachol habal atzmo the husband himself lichtov he can write the receipt himself, and then Ha'isha the wife himself will sign it. She'ain kim get el b'chais samav. She'ain haget miskayim el aydei edem achzum because a get can only be miskayim to the edem that are signed on it. Once the, the signature of the Edom is the main part of it, we're not makbid with regards to who writes the get, or who writes the ksuba, or who writes the, the, the document of a loan. It doesn't matter. The main purpose here is the signers. Therefore, even the Malv himself can write the loan. Even the Isha herself can write the get. Even the husband himself can write the receipt that he gave the ksuba. Because as long as you have kosher signers on it, that's the main part. Even if the one that's writing the document, he's no gay bedaver. It doesn't matter as long as it's signed by kosher edim, it is kosher. This is the this is the edish leisha. The third edish that bechinas kanukahanim testified. The mishnah continues v'al machat and on a needle. So v'oid. This is another thing that bechinas kanukahanim testified on a needle. She nimtzis bebaser. It was found in baser kachim of karbanos. When they cut it open inside the Azara, they found this needle. And they knew that this needle, you do a Haya, they knew that this needle became Tame from a Tame Mace. However, there was a suffix if if the needle touched the knife that they're using to cut the animal, or it touched the person that was opening up the animal. Imlav. And Rebbechina testified, They shkit the knife and the hands of the, the coin, whoever is there, is tar. Why? Because where is this happening? In the Azara. The Azara has a den of a Rosh Hashanah of a public domain. And the Lach is Suffolk Tumma Rosh Hashanah Tar. If there's a Suffolk of Tumma Shrabim, the Suffolk is Tar. But the meat, that's definitely Tummy. Why? Because the Machat, the Tummy Machat is found inside the meat. So it definitely touched the meat. So therefore it's Tummy. But but the knife, the shechita knife, is not makabel tuma from the meat. She ain't clean makabel tuma because the kli is not makabel tuma from food. And and the mafarshim explain. We're talking about a case of a behema of kachim that was passed through the nar the river where some right before it was being shechted. 
you had like a para of uh, carbon shlamim. So they were knowing to pass it through the river before Shechita in order to make the skin soft so when they, so when they would skin the animal, it would be easy to skin it for the Bailem. Noyach Lahav Shechita would be easy to skin and give it to the Bailem. After the Shechita, the, the, the river water was still on it and it made it Hukshar, susceptible to be Mekal Because if you don't say this, even the Basar would not be Tamei. She came down with the kachim, the down with the blood of the kachim, and the mayim that they would use in the azara, those are not machshir the basar to be makabotuma. You have to have something to make, to make it machshir the kabotuma. So we'll use the river water that they would use before they would actually shech the animal to soften it up, to make the skinning process smoother. They, they would toilet that water to make it. Uh, that's an important point to note here in the Mishnah. Okay. And don't ask me that how can you say the buster's tummy and yet the person's hands are tar? Right? His hands are touching the meat. Food, which is tummy, will be tummy, hands, but magas by touching it, on a rabbinic level. So at least the, the coin or whoever is shechting it there, his hands should become tummy. So we say no. Because Bizman Shigazu Khabim al Tumas Yadaim, at the time the Khum were Gozer, on Tumas Yadaim, so they're abundant, they were not Gozer in the base of Mikdash. When we can't ain't Tumas Yadaim in Mikdash, if there's no Tumas Yadaim in the base of Mikdash, if the Yadaim, the hands, will still be tar. The Imim says, Ferish, if the Machat needle is found in the tsoa of the animal, the tsoa inside the intestines of the animal, inside the excrement of the animal, then a call tar, everything is tar, even the buster is tar. Why? So you have machat le nagav basar. The machat never touched the basar. It's only touching the tsoa. The ain hefesh. This tsoa atzmo is not choser mitame the basar mitaras mashke. Maybe we see this. Maybe we see the tsoa is is like mashke. The tsoa, the excrement, has a status of mashke, like a liquid. And we know that liquid can be become can be makabel tuma, and then it'll make the basar tame. Here we don't see that because the tsoa is seruach. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's not in the category of a mashke. It's its own category. And therefore, if it's found in the tsoa, it's not like a mashke, and therefore it will not be metame, the basar, uh, at all. And this is the fourth edus of Ebechinaskan HaKohanim. Mishnah Dalad, Shlosha, Dvarim, Arabishmal, Yavna. There are three things that Ebechinaskan said before the Chachamim in Karen Yavna. So Karen Yavna is not a vineyard in Yavna. It's actually the Yeshiva Chachamim. It's where the Chachamim would sit in Yavna, and they nicknamed it the Karen, the vineyard, because they would sit in shuro shuros in multiple rows, so it's like a vineyard which is planted shuro shuros in multiple rows. So here are the three things. Number one, al beitza trufa. Beitza trufa is a scrambled egg for practical purposes. The white and the yellow part are mixed together. Shinasuna that is placed inside a pot al gabi yerek truma on top of a vegetable of truma. So shehi chibor that's going to be deemed a chibor, meaning they're viewed as one entity with regards to tuma. And if a tful yom touches the eggs, even though the eggs are chulan, and tful yom we had learned is a sheni latuma, sheni latuma cannot transfer his tuma unless uh, it's going to uh, true what we had said. So any possible chulan, he cannot passel the chulan with with transferring his tuma. But nevertheless, over here, the vegetable of truma is going to become possible, becomes a shlishi latuma. As if he touched it himself. Why? Because since it's a chibor between the beitzah and the yarak, we view it as one. So again, a tul yom is a sheni latuma. If he touches chulan, he does not make it into a shlishi. If he touches truma, he will make it into a shlishi. 
What did he touch over here? He touched the egg. He didn't touch the actual vegetable of Truma. But since the egg is resting flat on the vegetable, when you view it as a chibur, as if it's attached, as if it's one entity, and when he touches the chulen egg, which is attached to this vegetable of Truma, it's as if he touched the vegetable of Truma itself and made it into a shlishi of Truma. And now, if this beta was kimin kaiva, say it was like uh, puffed up, you know, from, from cooking it, and it's got like a hollow part, Venas, it's like a hat over the vegetable. Then, ain't no chibur. It's not going to be a chibur. Levishi is There's airspace under the egg. And if this tfuyom touches the egg, it's not as if he touched the vegetable, and the vegetable will stay uh, tahar truma. When we can't shim nagabab tfuyom, ain't the possible not possible the vegetable, the, the vegetable of truma. Okay. Number two, avalshi boiles shebek katzer. One who is, who is harvesting his field. Vehisha shibas achas. He left over one stalk that was not harvested. You know, the, the sickle missed it. Now, the, te- the tip of this stalk, when it's bent over, it will reach the kama, like the, the corn over there, other stalks. So, if this shibolas is be harvested at one shot with the stalk nearby, grab with one hand, the shibolas zoo, this stalk, with the other uh, stalks nearby and harvest them at once. Harihi shel Baal Habayas it belongs to the Baal Habayas and we don't give it a halacha of shikha that has to be left for the Aniyam. Why? Sure, he omedesli cut to yachat it's standing ready to be harvested along with the coming nearby. There's a lot you can't go back and take things that are supposed to be for the Aniyam. Here it's not applicable. It's not deemed shikha and you can go ahead and harvest it and bring it home. If it would not be harvested together with the stalk nearby, then then yes, it will have a den of shikha. You forgot it there, and you have to leave it for the aniyim. It's like there are the halach of shikha by the bundles that are left over, so to the shikha by the individual common, the individual stalk that's left over to be left for the aniyim. And number three, you have a small garden which is surrounded by arith. What does this mean? Shuras gefanim, hamudlas agabi hagedar. You have these rows of grapevines that are wrapped all uh, over a fence. Im yeshba kamali boitzer v'salai mikan umali boitzer v'salai mikan. If this gina is big enough, sheish bechol tzad that on all sides you have the measurement where a harvester can go and uh, and stand together with his basket and gather the grapes. Vushir, this is the measurement of two amos. The chalsa to each side, there are two amos around the garden. Then tizara, it's permitted for you to plant in the garden, meaning you can plant like wheat. And the aim is there's no problem of klechem of kalayim. As long as you distance the wheat from the grapes, kadei avodas hakaram, which is a distance of six tfachim in every direction. lav, but if this gina, if this garden is not big enough, that you can stand, you can place, you know, a harvester uh, every side of it uh, with enough uh, room to be, for him to be harvesting these grapes with his basket. We said that was the measurement of two amos in every direction. Then do not plant their uh, wheat in that in that uh, field. Even if you make a distance of the of six tfachim, uh, on all sides, it doesn't matter, it's forbidden to plant in that garden. The Shekola Gina, because this entire garden is viewed to Aris Echad. Then the Israel Be'emza, it's viewed as like one, you know, uh, area to be planting grapes. And if you're going to plant down the middle, uh, wheat, 
it'll be it'll near it'll appear as if you're near a hazerik and mechuber looks like the seed the the wheat I'm sorry is attached to the vineyard. That'll be forbidden because of kalayim. So if you don't have these specific measurements, don't go ahead and plant wheat in this field because then it'll be kalayim. But if you do have these measurements, you have two arms two almost all around, uh, which will give it enough space for an aris, a sharecropper, to gather the grapes with his basket, then you can plant in the middle wheat, as long as the wheat has a distance of six tfachim all around from the grapes, then that would be permissible. So these are the three things he testified before the chamim in Karen Biyavna.